0: (laughs) wait you said the do you want to say the you said the last time (laughs) are we gonna say the okay okay let me put the the in here so i don't forget
1: are you spending your life trying to become who god has
0: already called you to be good news girlfriend god has equipped you with a guide to live in your purpose with him so grab your Bible and notebook and get ready for this episode of the God Girls Guide podcast. Hi, everyone. Hey. Welcome
1: back. Yes. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of God Girls Guide. And this month we are talking about...
0: We are talking about who's your daddy. We want to know who's your daddy. Yes. Yes.
1: So we know that um, it's God, the father, and we want to talk about that because we also know that there is a lot of things that happen in our lives. A lot of things that happen from um, like our parents or church experiences or experiences with other Christians that impact the way that we
0: see and think about God. Right. Yep. 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 And primarily what you, what Amanda just said, our daddies in general, so our earthly fathers, whether he was in your life, outside of your life, whether you like it or not, girlfriend, it impacts the way you see God as the father. Because how do you know what a father is if you've never experienced it on this side of heaven, right? If you never experienced it on earth. And so we're this topic is super deep. We're taking it deep, 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 deep because it is November and this is the month that everyone is, you know, around and they're talking about things that they're grateful for and we're celebrating Thanksgiving and we really want you guys to really know who God is and love God for him just being God and not for what he can do or what he will do in his will for you in your life, but who he is.
1: And being able to rest in how he loves you. Yeah. And that it's not something that you can earn. It's not something that you can deserve. And That's it's right. not something that changes based on what you do or don't do. Yes. So, this episode is going to be all about the setup here
0: mm-hmm. about
1: God. And so, we're going to take you deep, we're going to share some personal experiences. Yeah. Um, and then the next few episodes for, throughout this month are going to be talking about different attributes of God. Right. And so we're really excited to get into those because these are attributes that God has revealed himself to us specifically. So yep. that's why we're going to talk about it um, and can't wait to hear from you too. But we have something that's going to help you out this month.
0: Yes. So we have the God Girls Guide to Identifying God as Your father and so you guys can grab that from the show notes you guys know when we do these guys they're free uh for the month so you can go grab them go look at some scriptures go dig deep and just and answer those questions about you know your parents and about other relationships and just really just take a moment and just sit in that and get free right and truly know who God is
1: absolutely. So it's got our, um, it's got some daily reading in there for you.
0: Five days.
1: All those coaching questions that he talked about, um, because we really want to help you dig out those pieces. So you can really have a clear understanding of who God actually is. And understand the difference in that perspective that you might've, you know, been living with up until then. Yeah. Um, And it also has details about our masterclass. Yes. Another thing that we offer for free every month, we have a masterclass where you can join and participate live. And that is going to be um, on Thursday.
0: Yes. Thursday, November 27th. Awesome. So excited.
1: So excited. And so do you want to kick us off with the scripture? See
0: about how we know
1: God is the Father. Okay,
0: so how do we know God as our Father? Okay, I'm going to start with Psalms 68:5 because I got it this morning, and I want to start here. So, Father of the fatherless and protector of widows is God in His holy habitation. I'm getting emotional because today has been, I've done some deep work personally when it comes to God as my father and also my earthly father. And so when I read this, my first thought is God is the father of the fatherless. And for so much of my life, I believe that I was fatherless, even though I know who my dad was, he was just distant. You know, Um, but when I think about how to apply this, I think about me as a child and how people would be like, well, who's your dad? And I used to be like, Jesus. And people who actually had earthly fathers that were around would be like, well, you know, she means figuratively. And I'm like, no, but for real, he's my father. And to feel like that I had like the advantage growing up, like it's God. And, but how it eventually got perverted. until I just was like, People just was uncomfortable. They didn't like my answer. So I started to say, well, my mom is both, you know, so I look at here and just be like, no, I was always right, always grounded in truth mm-hmm. that God is my father. He was my father then. And I could stand firm right now from a place of victory and say he was always there to people, who, to me, who was fatherless. Okay, so I'm going to just take this time to pray for all of you uh, God girls who feel like you're fatherless or who are fatherless. So dear heavenly father, I pray for all the women under the sound of my voice who feel like they don't have a father or they don't have a father. Their earthly fathers are just they're distant or they're gone, right? Or they're just gone, you know, they're in heaven. So Lord, I ask that they feel your comfort. They feel you as the father in their lives, but that they'll start remembering in their past and today as they walk and they hear this message of how good you are and how you showed up as their protector as Psalms uh, 68 says, as you show up as their protector and that they get to walk in your glory. And in your inheritance is theirs that they lack nothing because their fatherless, because their father full, because you are you are their father, and you are everything in Jesus' name. Amen. What mm-hmm. about you?
1: All right. So um the verse here for me is Malachi 2:10. And it says, Have we not all one father? Has not one God created us? Why then are we faithless to one another, profaning the covenant of our fathers?
0: Okay, A, what's another verse that you're okay. anchored on?
1: So um, the verse for me was Psalms 103, 13. And it's as a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. And it's just so significant to me to see God as a father, compassionate father
0: yeah
1: because we hear you know god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son yeah but sometimes when you're not if you're not walking with him it's hard to understand what the magnitude of that love is yeah and when we when we grow up where love is overused or misused
0: mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't have that same significance yeah but when i'm able to compare the compassion that my father shows yeah yeah to how the Lord shows compassion even more than mm-hmm. um, that was a significant verse for me. So while my parents were divorced, my father was still a solid figure yeah. throughout my whole life, and he was that consistency and that um, you know the voice of truth and just kind of like that that rock and that star that kept pointing me back, pointing me back, pointing yeah. me back. Um, and so I'm just really grateful that I had that because it was he was an anchor for me it, during the, the times that I didn't have anything else angering me and I had a lot of storms yeah. trying to push me out to sea
0: yeah I mean I want to talk about this uh verse two just because this word compassion is very new to me um mm-hmm. uh, even though a lot of people will say that I just have this nurturing spirit and just I'm like a lover but compassion was like never one of those words that I actually heard until I was an adult and I felt like I'd never experienced before until I had to look up what compassion was and I realized it's definitely God like and for those of you who don't know compassion is like when you can go into the the space with someone and just say like I understand like, I love you, I understand, I get why you did it that way, right? And it's not kind of like, well, I would have did it that way, you know, I like you, but, or I love you, but it's not, no. there's no but, it's, I love you, I understand, I'm here, it's like completely having compassion um, in one's heart for yourself or the other person, and and in this instance, in the Psalms, it's God being with us and saying, I love you. I understand I know I know I know I know this world is dark. I know that you need a savior. that's why I gave my son right is God saying like I know and I love you I know it's hard I'm in it he's always in our suffering with us and that's why I think about compassion now It's like when I when I am hurt when I when I need him, he is there. And he's not there to to you know to tell me what I did wrong and how I got there, but he's there. He's telling me, I love you and I understood why. Bye. So I'm just gonna pray Psalms 103 um, over every woman under sound of our voice who doesn't really know the concept of compassion, but desires to have a father that is compassion because it's already yours. So dear heavenly father, Thank you for being a father that shows compassion to his children. Thank you, Lord, that you show your compassion to those who fear you. And Lord, these women, they love you. And they are beginning to understand what the fear of the Lord actually means. So I ask I ask you, Lord, to come into their lives and show them who you are as compassion. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay. Another scripture would be, hold on, I think I locked eyes with James 117. Okay, so every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So in this, that was the ESV version. And so my very first thought is God's gift to us is very perfect. Like, so it doesn't lack anything. You ever get like a bad gift before Amanda and you're like, this wasn't perfect. Well, knowing that God's gift, everything he gives to you is a good gift. Like he's not giving you a bad gift. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I receive. And it says you're getting it from above. So you know, when you're asking for things, you're receiving it right from him. So coming down from the father of lights of whom there's no variation or shadow due to change mm-hmm. but look if this couldn't say it any more clear like he's not changing like he's not changing and he's not coming from a place of darkness he's coming from a place of light and there's no shadow of variation which i love that because how many of us have loved people who change when the wind blows right or you know their feel their feelings change or their personality like God's not that. And I think so much, you know, for me, myself, you know, being afraid to, you know, receive gifts from people, you know, or from others, receive love from people just because you just never know if they're going to change on you one day. And so that is my biggest thing. My biggest truth coming out of this is that, you know, since God will never change, his love will never change for me. It's always overflowing when he gives me something, it's always perfect for me and so to me that sounds like a good father to me it does do you have any thoughts about this
1: uh the only thoughts that I have were diving back into that last part you said about there's no variation or a shadow due to change um and that just tells us to like that it's not performance-based yeah and that's really important especially if you have grown up thinking that you had to perform for your parents acceptance or love or recognition or any of that um that
0: we don't have to do that with God yeah I think that is beautiful and um so I'm one of those people you know that really believed a lie that I had to do things to in order to receive love and driven by performance and so like she said even in this scripture even though I I comprehended it so differently but this is she read it just the way it was intended to her interpretation was and even her saying that it was still hard for me to to receive but knowing that there's nothing that I'll ever do to ever earn it or earn more of it because it's not dependent on me and thank you lord that it's not dependent on me and so um so if, any one of you you guys can pray that James 117 back into your lives and just let it be a bold response that you do not have to perform from for God, like because He's He's never going to leave you. He's always going to be giving you perfect gifts. So I hope you guys pray that over yourself.
1: So we have some daily readings for you, like we said, in the guide that we really want you to guys to go check out so you can see that in the show notes, or you can also go to our website, which is gotgirlsguide.com and grab it from there. And um, like C said, it's always free, but in there we have our daily scripture readings and we want you to exercise that star method that you just kind of heard us process through.
0: Yes. So the STAR method is while you're journaling, you're going to, the S stands for scripture, write the scripture. So some people like to actually legit write word for word the scripture. Some people, like, if you're like me, you just be like Psalms 139, right? I'm not going to write the whole NAR chapter out because it's long. However, some people really like to do that and it becomes therapeutic in their journaling process. Um, Next, that T is thoughts conveyed. What thoughts are you having about the scripture or the chapter, you know, itself, mo- all, we've only since you got scripture. So what thoughts, you know, are you having about the scripture? And then the A stands for application. So now that you have this knowledge, now that you have this truth, what are you going to do with it? Like, you guys know information plus application equals transformation. But if you receive information, information, you don't apply it. That is key to destruction. And none of us want to be destruction out here in these streets. So like, what the A is for application. What can you take away to actually apply right now in your life? And then R is for response. And so we did um, examples of this. It's like praying that scripture back into your life and um, asking God for the thing. Like, okay, God, I'm struggling here. I don't see you as a compassionate father, or I don't see you as a father at all. Lord, help me see you as a father. Like, and pray, just pray those responses. Pray it over and over and over into your life. And there you have it. There's the storm method.
1: Yes. Great. So the star method, do that. And you can do that with any scripture, but we have some set up for you for like five days. Yeah. Um, And then also we have those coaching questions in there and we're going to kind of walk through one of those with each other. So you can, again, kind of see what it looks like, Um, but also just because we know that people are drawn to how different we are, Mm -hmm. but we really are very similar in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But we want to just kind of take this opportunity to share that with you, some personal stuff there. So what do you think, see your question, Mm -hmm. what do you think um, that your father did positively or negatively that contributed to how you think about God?
0: So positively right now in this season, my dad calls me every week, sometimes three times a week. And I know that's a good reflection of like the Lord calling me and talk to me every day. <laughs> like, I just know that that's, you know, God, the father, like pursuing me. And as you guys know, God pursues us. You know, we, we hear a lot about seeking God, seeking God, seeking God, but God is seeking us too. And so when my dad calls me, I know that it's also God pursuing me too. And so I love that my dad is pursuing me in this season. Um, a negative view would be just growing up without him, you know, and not really getting an excuse why he was gone. I mean, as an adult, I know why he was gone. Um, But as a child, you know, feeling unloved, I I believe that I believed that I was unlovable and I still struggle with those thoughts from receiving that love from, you know, not my husband, male figures itself is receiving love from that just because he wasn't but however because he was not God was mm-hmm. and I was able to be anchored on that so in a way even though that's negative God turned it in but he already redeemed it like he already redeemed it okay so your question Amanda I kind of want to ask you the same question but then you already answered it a little bit earlier so what i will ask you is describe your relationship with your parents growing up and now and how does it relate to god the father okay
1: Hmm. okay so i'm going to stick with my dad versus parents on that question um so i've always been a daddy's girl always always been a daddy's girl i am his only girl <laughs> so mm-hmm. that makes it easier um but I'm also the oldest and me and him share a birthday
0: oh yes, yeah, and so
1: like you. instant special bond um
0: such a gift from
1: such a gift mm-hmm. so knowing that like we shared something special and that it made me like uniquely connected to him but growing up I always um had that like special connection with him in a new that I was connected with him and that um, he did an amazing job of like spending time with us, with our siblings and involving us in a lot of what he would do. Um, So like everything from like fishing to like cleaning to stacking logs, like the chores, the playtime, that everything was kind of done together. Um, And so that just gave me like a really strong sense of like belonging and togetherness. Um, but he was also really strict and, um, like God (laughs) doesn't change his mind. And so growing up, that could be really hard a lot of times and not understanding, um, and not seeing, like we said before, some of that compassion, not seeing where grace came came in or, um, or not differentiating between like love and love so love from the holy father and love from my earthly father who was doing things to like protect and control um for my best interest in his human capacity versus the father holy father right heavenly father that he loves um just a little bit differently
0: yeah and
1: so that was my relationship Then I'm still really close with my dad I still yeah you are call my daddy when I need stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and like
0: a couple of weeks ago, she just consent. saying, I'm just gonna call my daddy. I need my daddy. My daddy said this. I was like, you are daddying me to dad. <laughs> No, no, no. All jokes aside, I didn't say that, but she said, yeah, it's actually her. I, was like, <laughs> I know I'm daddy. You needed I know I've said it. I enough, actually, but. I enjoyed it because I'm like, yes, call your daddy, please. We need the help you know call the
1: dead and that's um so (laughs) just he's dependable reliable
0: yeah um
1: and so that's something that how I relate to God yeah um what I've had to grow through is that God is um doesn't change his mind and God is just but he's also loving and that's where love and grace comes into and that I don't have to perform to it and when I do misstep like while there's consequences there's
0: still acceptance yeah all those consequences are still acceptance, right? Um, okay, so we cannot wait to hear your responses. Don't forget to grab the guide. And if you would like us to look at it, please just email it to us. Yeah, just do that. Our email address is really easy. It's just hello at godgirlsgod.com That is it. And you can follow us on social and we'd love to hear from you there as well. Yes. Talk to you guys next week (laughs) as we break down our first attributes of of Jehovah. Yeah. Jehovah. Here we go. Bye. Bye.